the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Man, it was loud overnight. <laughs> you would have thought that the empire was around. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> it's so funny. I I wanted to do this, and I I got in here talking with Elizabeth, and I started talking politics over here, and I forgot today is May fourth. So it's May the fourth be with you. You know, I have a bunch of texts I have to send out. Today. I'm a huge. I mean, I'm a, I'm <laughs> yeah, a huge Star, Star Wars, Wars fan. Friend. I'm a huge. Now I have to admit, I I I kind of like the 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 last three, the first prequels. I wasn't all that thrilled with, but I got to tell you, they couldn't have done the, the middle three any better than what they did. Those were fan. You now, to me, that's the canon right there. You know, those three great, great, great movies. I saw Star Wars when it came out in Indianapolis. I was in tech school for the Air Force. And me and some of the guys decided we're going to go over and see this movie that everybody had been going crazy about. And we went and saw it. And this was what was funny. Back in the day, to do Dolby, uh, they had to bring in all kinds of special gizmos for it. And they had... These uh, rafters built in the back of the theater with, with extra the speakers, speakers over yeah. top of us and everything. And, uh, of course, everybody was like, whoa, after they'd seen the movie. The line to see the movie for uh, for Star Wars was wrapped around the theater like four times. <laughs> we we went and saw the flick, and we all walked right back to the ticket office Got and right bought more tickets to go see it again. I, it was just a fantastic motion picture, and it was groundbreaking at the time. Just hugely groundbreaking. It was a great movie. I was always a science fiction fan, and that sort of changed the whole genre. Yeah. You know? And I really like that it is a multi-generational thing. I mean, I have friends that are 22 who are wearing Star Wars t-shirts. Right? Today, yeah, They're sure. Great. They're great. It's Everybody wonderful. gets into it. As Everybody a, gets into it. You know, it. you come into it, and you, that is a sign of great motion pictures great storytelling yeah, yeah when you go see i mean look that's the same way with indiana jones yes. exactly the yes. same way i love telling this story uh heidi i don't know if i if you've been around since i've told the story about indiana jones george lucas was convinced absolutely convinced that star wars was going to tank that it was going to be just blown up at the box office. Nobody would want to see it. People would come and give it bad reviews and everything. So he and his friend Spielberg 
went to take a vacation together in Hawaii. And they're waiting for this movie to open up. And Lucas says, I got to have something to fall back on. I have, you know, I'm going to lose my shirt on this. And uh, they sat on the beach in Florida, or not Florida, in Hawaii, and wrote Indiana Jones. <laughs> that's that's such a great story. From one major blockbuster, they write the next major blockbuster. That was incredible. Incredible. And all of it goes back to the 40s and, and the very early 50s, when you used to go to the movies and they would have a serial in front of the motion pictures. And they remembered those and they, they, serials, like what, which was the serials? Well, you had, you had the Batman. There was a serial back in the 40s. Oh my gosh. Uh, they had Flash Gordon. All of it. That yeah. was that. Commander Cody, another one that was uh, shown. I remember Commander Cody. I remember Flash Gordon because they, they used to show it all the time on WGN in Chicago on Saturday mornings. So Ming the Merciless and all that kind of stuff. I, I grew up with that stuff. How about the shadow? You know, yeah, the shadow. Shadow knows. All of those. All of those were, uh, you know, like 15 minutes long. They were yep. shorts. Yep. And they always ended with a cliffhanger cliffhanger that's exactly right Kept everybody on their seat and how did they how did they end the first three, you know the first two star wars movies how did they end them a cliffhanger, cliffhanger. <laughs> absolutely so it really great great stuff but may the fourth be with you but last night man it was rough weather came across the area i hope everyone's safe this morning yeah there i were did too some branches and things down in my neighborhood not big branches but yeah it was pretty it blew quite a bit last i didn't night. i didn't hear it i i i woke up kind of <laughs> i didn't <laughs> you know, really woke me up it i was didn't really hard. wake up i mean i you know how you wake up you sit up and you go what is that and you go oh it's a <laughs> thunderstorm and you lay your head back down and you don't know again until the, the alarm goes off that's exactly uh what it was for me last night I'm a heavy sleeper. Being in the military, you sleep when you had the opportunity. There are two things that you do in the military. One, you learn how to sleep when it's available to you. And two, you learn how to eat when it's available to you. Mm -hmm. Those are two very important things. And you who have served in the military, like I have, know what I'm talking about. Well, our first responders as well. My husband was a fireman at one time. And to this day, you can snap your fingers and he will be upright and wide awake. Yeah. I mean, you know, if he's decided he's going to get up, anymore. he can be, well, I've he's not older quite as quick, but he still will wake up immediately. Bed. I you know, can't do that. And I don't have my pants folded <laughs> down so that I can literally jump Slide out of right bed in. and go right into my pants. <laughs> I, I'm not that way anymore. I got over it. Finally, got over it. Yesterday was a great day for me. I had to do all my blood work and everything uh, for my surgery that's coming up on Friday. And I won't be here Friday. Uh, Robert Steinbach will fill in for me on Friday. Monday, we'll have a best of Dave Ellswick. And then I'll let Heidi know about what to expect on Tuesday. If things go the way I think it will, I should be back in the saddle Tuesday and ready to go again. But, but... Part of the deal yesterday on my paperwork that came from uh, Arkansas Urology was that, uh, Dave, you got to go over to this place in North Little Rock and get a COVID-19 test. 
of course. And so the the doc comes in, and I can't think of the guy's name right now. He goes to one of the big churches uh, here. I think he goes to what's the one that's uh, up Chennault, um, mm-hmm. and they're out in Conway now. They're in New Cabot. Life? No, I got. I'm in New Life. No, yeah. It's the other. It's the, it's other, the other one. one. <laughs> I can't think of their name. Fellowship. Uh, Fellowship Bible. That's I think right. he goes to Fellowship. And uh, anyway, um, I, I, I talk to him, and, and he takes care of my little pellets that they put in me every four or five months for testosterone. All right, I have those. I am the six million dollar man. He's bionic. Right. <laughs> I I am the man that uh, you know if if science comes up with something that will allow me to stay 25 you're gonna gonna i will try it it. all right (laughs) i will try it and i did and i have and i and i do it and i feel better and once i can tell when i'm getting to the end you had a you had a client at one time that was doing those services and that's how you i I became very aware of it and now dr deanna uh who's over at uh, arkansas urology one of the best urologists i know he's going to be back he got stuck out in california couldn't get out of the state what was stuck there how come because of covid19 what do you mean he couldn't get out of the state they wouldn't let him fly out oh he wouldn't fly he couldn't fly yeah he couldn't drive his car and just leave yeah they wouldn't (laughs) let him fly out so anyway he'll be back beginning of june so i'm glad so i'll be able to see him once in a while uh he's retired now so he only sees you every he comes in about every three months and he fills up like real he's fast a specialist yeah a he's very re- high ranking he's specialist. very good he's very good and he does a lot of research uh on uh, you know testosterone and all of that i think he was one of the main reasons uh arkansas urology started that uh, that men's health center that mm-hmm. they've got yeah he was the man who was really instrumental in that but i'll get him on the air he's a lot of fun to have on the air yeah, real smart ass you like him a lot <laughs> i mean he's a great guy but uh yeah i they're putting it in and i said i gotta get a covid19 why don't i get a covid19 shot i said i've had the pfizer vaccines he says you've had your shots and i said yeah don't worry about it they didn't make you do the test nope but did you have to show your card i'm um, no they took, they took my word, word for, it. for it they know me imagine they that. know me i wouldn't imagine lie that. about it yeah you know it's I mean, in it seems it's to in me... my leather coat i know exactly where it's at <laughs> It's stuck in the inside pocket. Well, I mean, you know, you can't, my doctor, you know, they want a picture of your driver's license before you can even walk in the door to know who you are to make sure your insurance will pay. I'm yeah, surprised yeah, they don't yeah. want a photograph of your vaccination card. Yeah, first thing that For they, your medical record. First thing they ask for when you get to the doctor anymore is show an ID and yep. your identification for your coverage of insurance. Yep. That's the two things they want to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every single time. Yep. That's it. All right, you got any questions about uh, filing for Social Security? You do? I know I did when I was getting close to getting Social you Security. Better. Yeah, yeah. because if you, do, if you don't ask, they don't tell. I'm just, That's right, and, even and sometimes, they're not allowed. Yeah, sometimes you ask and they can't, they it's won't tell It's illegal for them to give you advice. Yeah, you can get the answers of, about that in a simple, easy-to-understand booklet called Your Guide to Social Security. Uh, from david lucas financial north little rock it's a 27 page booklet outlines what you need to know can help you get even more income that's a good thing uh when you file for social security so if you're within five years of filing for social security 
You'll want to get this free. Again, my favorite four-letter word that starts with F. My uh, free booklet now by calling 501-222-3315. And as a bonus, this is a great bonus, in fact, you'll receive a free customized Social Security analysis. Now, what that does is it pinpoints the optimal time so that you can ring every nickel out of your benefits. And I know I say that and people go, and that's another person just living off the system. No, uh, since I was 13, I have been paying Social Security. Now, it's not my fault that the government has used that, move, that money for other things. And so uh, just understand that the people have been paying into it, that's not a freebie, okay? It's not a freebie. Pick up the phone and call now, 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. By the way, before I go to break here, let me also say, yes, I have been saying for 25 years that they need to do something besides Social Security, like let you keep your money and you get to invest it. I'm, I'm I'm a grasshopper ant guy. I'll explain what I mean by that when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Before we really get into all of what we're going to talk about today, let me uh, send out a great uh, congratulations to uh, the Lady Razorback softball team who won last night. I watched the game, um, and uh, they went 4-1. to one. Those back-to-back home runs in the third inning were amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm talking that first girl that hit that first home run, holy cow, she creamed that ball. I mean, not only was it long, it was a sky shot, you know, a moon shot. Wow. And then the next girl came up and hit a, just a – a frozen rope right over the left field uh, fence. So 4-1, first time that the Razorbacks have ever won the SEC in in softball. Here's the incredible story about them. And they had the coach on after, and she was in tears, literally in tears, because this team four years ago, 2016, okay, well, five, won one game oh yeah this coach has built a juggernaut up in northwest arkansas and i'm going to tell you with all the hard with all the fast pitch softball that's played in this state we should be able to field a good ball club there's just no doubt about it you would think but you got to keep those great players in your borders in your in your you know for u of a or asu or whoever they go to uh but uh yeah and they and they did that and Boy, uh, they're great. I I have a propensity to like fast pitch softball because that's what I won my award from the National Association of Women's Sports. As far as that goes, doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you were a pitcher when you were younger. No, no. It, it, <laughs> I have always been a supporter. You like well, that, and I've always and been. A, I've always been a supporter of women's sports. So is Bruce I, Jenner. I had, uh, yeah, I had, <laughs> I had a lot of good friends, female friends, when I was in high school that were very athletic and were very, very good. 
uh, DeLaurel and some other. I can still remember their names. They were very good players. The only thing that they could play until I was a senior in high school was powder puff football. That's right. Now, they did play basketball, but it wasn't basketball like you see today. It was half-court basketball, and they hated it. And no one even went. No one cared. Nobody no one cared. About it. Yeah, you're exactly right. And now, uh, you know, they you know, they, they play well. They play well. Tom May, one of my buddies, who is a head coach out of uh, Crown Point High School, took his girls and, and won three state championships out there. And uh, they were really, really good. Tracy Roller and some of the other girls that played. Uh, see, I, I just remember all their names. That, and that's going back to the 80s. You know, I'm not a sports person, but it breaks my heart to see the videos of these gals that are in college now that are big, super athletes. And, of course, they can't compete. They can't no. win. They can't don't play. Get, don't get me started. Yeah, it just breaks my heart. Don't and get I'm me not even started, a sports person. You freaks. Anyway, that's. That's just the way I feel about it. Yeah, you know you can't make the boys' team, so you got to go. You want to go compete against girls? Give me a yeah, break. Yeah, right. Sure. Give me a break. Like say, even Bruce Caitlin Kinder. Uh, yeah, he even said. Sorry, he he she that person even said it's, it's a not guy fair. because he was on Wheaties, and I remember him when he was a guy. I remember the picture on the Wheaties <laughs> box. Yeah, buddy. I remember when he was a guy. Uh, You're going to be in so much trouble for that. I know I will be. Anyway, it's historical. I mean, seriously. All right. I promised that I would tell the story as Heidi just reminded me. Thank you, Heidi, because she knows I start chasing rabbits. Yes. (laughs) Look at her point at me. (laughs) I was talking about, uh, you know, saving your own money. Your government doesn't believe you can save your own money and prepare yourself for retirement so that's why you know fdr and all of them started up the whole deal dealing with social security i would have if they would have let me do it i would have opt out of it but you got there's only certain instances where you can opt out because you got to understand it's a ponzi scheme yes sir it will not work if everybody doesn't pay in because what you're paying now is not for you it's for me right now because i'm i got my social security coming so you're paying so that i get my check and hopefully there'll and be hopefully someone there'll be there's going to be another, this was easy when it was like one recipient for eight workers now it's almost one for one and uh, so you know i want to thank you for making me part of your family <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you for putting food on my table i, I do i like to do this just to make the point to you that that's true. what's going on exactly all right true. the grasshopper and the ant so what am i talking about the this was a cartoon i'm going to say probably put together late 40s would you think Is that would that's when it was yeah. about the late 40s and be uh, because i remember you know it had the kind of swing music in it and all of that kind of stuff but they used to play this cartoon and it made it tells you how important it was because it made an effect on me when i was a kid mm-hmm. watching this cartoon and it was about the ant and the grasshopper and the ant was an industrial little guy and he was always working and he was he was saving his money and putting it aside so that when the when the cold winds blew so to speak he'd have something that he could he could live on 
The grasshopper, on the other hand, was, you know, I'm going to eat, drink, and be merry, and, and uh, you know, maybe, you know, because tomorrow we may die, kind of a philosophy. And it was so good that the cartoon, you watch it, and this, this grasshopper is like sitting in a bar, and he's like stretched out in a chair, and he's drinking a beer. <laughs> this is a kid's cartoon, all right? And it was it was hilarious. They had they had dancing girls in it and all kinds of stuff, and uh, so the winds came, the winter came, and the grasshopper had nothing, absolutely nothing, and the ant did have things. He had his food, and uh, he helped the grasshopper who came to his door and knocking on his door when the winds were blowing and the snow was flying. And allowed him to sit by the fireplace and helped him out. All right. The government didn't help him out. His neighbor helped him out. I wish we had more cartoons like that instead of Ren and Stimpy and the Paw Patrol and all of them. I think guess Ren the, and Stimpy's not around anymore. Teaching people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Ren and Stimpy, what are they teaching you? Coughing up hairballs and making them into widgets. I'm just yeah. I'm just going to be a school you can use the rest of your life. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellsworth Show. Elizabeth's here as well. When we come back, let's talk redistricting here on the Dave Ellsworth Show. Hey, Pat Davis, let me tell you, you need to call Pat Davis. Every time I talk about Pat Davis, here's what I get from people. That's too good to be true. And here's call the key. key. Call him. Call him up. And talk to him. See what he can do for you. I mean, I, that's like if somebody came to me at the racetrack, all right, and uh, he looked a whole lot like Baffett, you know, you know Bob Baffett, and, and said, hey, I got an inside <laughs> one for you. You know, you should bet on this horse. And I and I go, what's he paying? 40 to 1. Too good to be true. That that Look, that ain't going to ever happen. Look, I've got a dollar bill that I, or a $2 bill I can put at the window if somebody with smarts tells me something and it's a good deal. I'll give it a shot. What's a phone call? Come now, on. Make you know, what's, a phone what's call. What's $2, right? Yeah, make a phone call. So anyway, uh, call Call Pat. His number is 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935. And uh, you can get on his website, too, at yourhealthplanman.com. Now, here's what I'll tell you. Pat will tell you he'll do for you. He's going to save you 30 to 50% on your health insurance. If you're unemployed, uh, not unemployed, if you're self-employed, it's definitely the way you want to go because it will save you money and uh, you'll get good, good, usable uh, health insurance. And by the way, health insurance does not mean health care, all right, because there's a lot of health insurance policies out there ain't worth the paper they're written on. Uh, it's a health plan for for you that are like me, conservatives, where you don't have to pay for what you don't believe in. Don't have to do that either, like 
abortion. Uh, it's an actual insurance plan, not a share plan. It lets you choose any provider in the nation. And you many times get a check back from the hospital or the uh, urgent care facility or even just your doctor when uh, you go see them. And here's the last thing I'll tell you. No copay. No copays. No. What? Copays. All right. Make the call. Make the call. 501-605-6935. Tell Pat, I told you to call. He'll take good care of you. All right. Keep that in mind. Oh, by the way, PI Roofing was out at my house yesterday. Uh-oh. And I told you I had that leak I noticed over my television, Uh-oh. Heidi. Uh-oh. Was a nail again. Uh-oh. A nail had worked its way up. And he found it. That's like, the second time you've yeah, had that happen. He found he found it in about uh, three minutes, and uh, pulled it out, put a new nail in, put a little piece of uh, this plastic stuff that's just like a Seals shingle, it sealed it up, done, finished. You have water damage? No, no, a little bit. Uh, well, it, it started. I looked up two no. by four or something. No, no, yeah, nothing like that. Good. We got it. We got it early. He showed me pictures of my roof, and it's as I knew. It's eighteen years old, and I'm going to need a a new roof, and I'm praying for hail. That's what happened in our neighborhood last year. If I get, whole... if I get hailed, then I'll just call them up, say, "Come on out." And uh, get my insurance people to look at it as well. Well, we have five houses in a row on my street. We were the first after we sort of went back and forth a couple of times. But PI Roofing did our roof. Uh-huh. And now two other neighbors on one side, one neighbor, and then down the street, another individual. They do a great job, They man. do a wonderful job. So I, I was can very tell you, pleased. They're really, 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 really good. They do a good job. All right. Redistricting. Mm. As you know, the... Um, Big news. The state legislature did not what's the latin term that they use signy die signy die Ooh, what does that okay. mean dave it means a bullet to the head no uh, <laughs> yeah, what it means it means that they're done all right they're finished okay they're, they're they have met and they're through it's over with now now they didn't do that Mm-mm. they gotta they gotta declare that to, in, in the session so they didn't do that yet. They've kept the, the, the session is in recess Extended right now. Extended recess. Yeah, yeah. They're in recess. Yeah. Okay. Which means they could come back at any moment. Any moment. That's correct. <laughs> so hold, don't let your don't let your wallet hold out on of your, your hand. Wallet. That's yep. exactly right. Uh, so anyway, the reason is because the the census was all screwed up because of COVID nineteen and the Democrats. So they got all that screwed up. And uh, we've been waiting for the numbers, and they're starting to come out now. And there was a great article that uh, Elizabeth found and sent it to me. And I sat down and read it. And, in fact, I forwarded the article to both Congressman Hill and Congressman Westerman and asked them to read it and to be willing, if they'd be willing to talk about it tomorrow, and they are, so... That'll be part of our discussion with each one of them uh, from Washington, D.C. Because this is important stuff that's getting ready to happen. And it looks like September-ish, I guess. I'll ask Doyle Webb. He's going to be on the show tomorrow at 635. You you don't want to miss that because he's going to – I'll ask him about redistricting, but I'm also going to ask him about something else that – You don't want to miss. That you don't want to miss on. 
the announcement's coming today, uh, big announcement today, and then I will talk with him about it tomorrow, almost right from the get-go of the show. And, of course, uh, tomorrow, uh, Hill and Westerman as well in the 7 o'clock Blockbuster hour. show. Don't miss tomorrow. So it'll be fun. It'll be good all day. Yeah, give them all kinds of information you need. But they're saying that the 3rd District, that's Steve Womack's district, up in northwest Arkansas. Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is going to have to lose about 10% of the people in their district now it's not like you just you know that we go out with some kind of disintegration ray and get rid of 10 percent of the population up there uh they will be they will go into each of the uh the counties and they'll start pairing people off because our representation our representative government that we have is based on this. We have a we have three million about three million sixty nine thousand people in the state of Arkansas. So they take that, and uh, I forget what the, the the maximum amount of a district can be, but uh, so we don't get five. We don't have enough to get an extra district yet, but we're going to have our four. So now you take four and divided into this three million sixty nine thousand and it tells you how many people can be in each one of those districts and you got to do it that way now that's not an easy thing to do why are there so many people up in northwest arkansas we got fayetteville you got washington county you got benton county you got walmart up there you got all those people that moved in up there so you got all that population center up there the second highest is District 2. Which would be Little Rock. Which is us. Central Arkansas. That's right. And then you've got number one, which is northeast. That would be Jonesboro, that area up there, getting into the rural area. And then you get four, which is Bruce Westerman, which stretches <laughs> from up to the north, from the northeast, around, down the, the east side of the state, down along the southern part of the state, up along the west part of the state. And you say gerrymandering? It looks like a, it looks like a U. But it be, well, if you got it, yeah, it does. You got to do it like that. Yeah. If you're because, how else are you going to? Well, do and it? think of how the population, you know, is more sparse in that part of our yeah, state. Yeah. So you got to get that. So you got to get the amount of people. Seven hundred and fifty-three thousand four hundred and thirty-nine people. That's how the many they got to find right them. They got to find that many, many in there for their their district. Yeah, Seven hundred fifty-three thousand. So, so who, if two and three are the biggest, what that says to me, and you got to figure out how many people have to come out of each of those districts to go into one and four to bring them up to the necessary people that they need. Yeah. Who's going to lose and who's going to win some extra? Sp- extra people what's interesting is that they're talking fort smith going into the fourth district well i read that but i also read someone who said no no because there's it it, it would create too much disparity because they've got such a population center there as well and they say maybe not it's going to be who knows i'm just saying who knows this this (laughs) is going to happen in the next few months and 
the Democrats are beside themselves and the liberals because this is the first time in the history of Arkansas history <gasps> that Imagine Republicans that. get to do the redistricting. Oh, no, we can't have that. See, it used to be whoever had the governor's office. That party did the redistricting, and then Frank White won the governorship. <laughs> and we had to change And that they law. changed it before he became governor, and then it became who had the most constitutional well, offices. offices. And guess who has all the constitutional uh, you know, offices in Arkansas Yeah, we now. got them all. We, <laughs> we've got them all. And a quick side note, if you're thinking about not voting next time, you better get out and vote. We'll have things straightened out by then. You've got to get out there and vote. We've got to hang on to what we've got, If folks. you've been listening to my show or to Senator Kim Hammer's show on Saturday. Yes. And you've heard us talk about the new voting laws that are going into effect. I'm just telling you, the voting laws that are being passed is going to make a huge difference in the state. They've done some good work. Of course, now really we have to get work. some of them out of the courts because they're threatening to sue well, on course. several of them. Of, of course. course. Of course. That's, that, see, that's the thing that it's so funny that the Democrats are moaning and groaning and bitching about, you know, how how we're doing this and doing that. And they're going to the courts uh, to stop us. And they used to moan and groan and, and do a big B uh, against us because we would go to the courts to stop them. Uh-huh. You know, they are such great projectionists. Whatever, oh Lord, whatever they're they saying, do. I'm just telling you, whatever they're saying we're doing, it's because they're just doing it. Just put up it. a mirror because it's them reflecting right. it back on us. Absolutely. And while they're using the courts the way they do, of course, they're also trying to uh, alter the courts by packing the courts. Yep. By allowing Chauvin jurors who are proven BLM activists now to be sitting in the jury. And though he's a a Democrat, and I would never vote for him if I was from West Virginia, I got to give Manchin credit. He is at least, up to this point, standing strong. You know, it's disturbing, though, that the whole future of our country... On one man. On one person's shoulders... Really, two. There's a woman out in Arizona. I forget, was it Sima? You're talking about... Uh, yeah, Miss Miss Cinema, and they're Democrats, and they're Democrats. But at least they sound like they got a modicum of character. You had a key word there, sound like. Yeah, you know, but I don't I, know what I, they're going to actually do. I and Manchin, agree. Manchin has said he's not in favor of changing the filibuster. Yeah. No. But basically, everything else is no on that now. No way, no how. He said. I hope that's right because with if if he holds strong on that. Then HR one and you know some of this other garbage that they are trying to put over on us will not happen. Yeah. Will not happen. That's true. All right, we got to get one final break in. Billy Miller is going to be on next. Uh, the Bible guys. I'm going to have Elizabeth stick around since uh, Billy is going to be here by himself. One Bible guy. Yeah, it's just yeah, it is a Bible, not the guys. It's the Bible <laughs> guy uh, today and. Uh, There's a story that came out yesterday that we'll talk about dealing with the Catholic Church and uh, the Speaker of the House. Mm. So we want to talk about that because, you know, she's always talking about her Catholicism. Yeah. And and how that impacts how she governs. And we've got a president uh, who says that his Catholicism impacts the way that he governs, except that the Catholic Church is absolutely pro-life. 
But they say that's when my religion doesn't have any effect on me to do anything, you know. So anyway, we're going to talk about that. And uh, then we're going to talk to Billy about artificial intelligence. This is going to be a huge subject for many of us. I mean, I'm look, I'm in my late 60s. I expect, I hope, uh, God willing, I'll live into my late 80s. That's what I'm keeping my fingers crossed for. And uh, I will see some of this come to fruition. Some of the stuff that they've been talking about in sci-fi movies and stuff going to be reality in the not-too-distant future, and we're going to talk about that. Oh, one other thing, real short, and then I go break. Uh, Bill Gates and his wife are getting divorced. Aw. 27 years they've been married. What you know, my you know what my wife said to me? I bet you that marriage was over a long time ago. <laughs> That's what she said to me. She's on target with that. <laughs> she said, I bet that she marriage so was on over. target with that. It was over a long time ago. Well, and when they say we're gonna work together on our charitable, they can't afford to have anything other than They that. don't have a prenup. They don't have a prenup. Did you see that? There's no prenup. And I that that in gonna, of itself is she's interesting. She's going to be a powerful woman here. Before That's very interesting. Long. <laughs> do you know how much? Do you by any chance, Heidi? Heidi, do you know how much uh, uh, his their company's worth now? Do you have any idea? Two trillion dollars. Two trillion. I heard. Dollars. I heard the number this morning. Uh, he has one hundred and fifty-seven, or they do, one hundred and fifty-seven billion dollars. Did did you know the kids? Well, they got three Ooh, kids, I think. Their youngest is nineteen. Each now. of them, each of them, when they die, not the kids, when the parents die, gets ten million dollars each. The rest of the money goes to charity. Don't you know? <laughs> I give them credit for that. Yeah, I could live on ten million though. But I, I'm not saying that that's not true. But still, they didn't say, "Well, we're going to give you Microsoft or something." Oh you gosh, know? unbelievable! All right. We've been talking. We mentioned PI Roofing. I'll go back and talk about them a little bit more with you. Uh, you can get a hold of them at 707-3551. Look, everybody thinks I have uh, a special number that I can call PI Roofing. You know, kind of like the bat phone or the red the red phone that supposedly sits in the on the um, the desk of the president that he picks up and the Russians are on the other end. Let me tell you, it's not there. I've been in the Oval Office. It's not there. Uh, anyway, and it doesn't, da -da 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 you know, it doesn't have that sound effect uh, uh, either. So the bottom line is that uh, I call that number just the way you're going to call them, and they're going to treat you the way they treat me. 707-3551 or piroofing.com. You call them, they'll show up at your house. I was talking uh, to John yesterday, who was out at my house. Said that they're about uh, a few a few weeks uh, distance. You get, they come out and they say they're going to do this. It's going to take a few weeks, and the reason being is because of COVID nineteen. Sometimes getting uh, the the you know the shingles and the felt the felt and all of that uh, can can be a problem. Also know that putting a roof on your home now is becoming more and more expensive. And it has to do right now with wood. Have you been to the lumber yard lately? Oh, my gosh. Have you been to the lumber Even yard Even I know lately? it's sky high. I walk through the lumber yard, you know, and you go take a look at a piece of plywood. What used to cost you about 8 bucks a sheet is like $27 a sheet right now. It's incredibly high. So that goes into when you get your roof. All right. 
Got to get a break in. Let's do that. 707-3551 or piroofing.com. Best roofing company around. We got more in just a moment. Uh, don't forget, coming up in the uh, the next hour, Billy Miller is going to be here. Uh, it's going to be the Bible guy today. Mm-hmm. Billy's the only one. Uh, Steve has got to work. Uh, Scott has some, you know, personal things that he's got to deal with. He'll be hopefully everybody will be here next week. You'll have to dock their pay. But if yeah, yeah <laughs> if I'm going to talk, if I'm going to talk about artificial intelligence, oh. I can't talk to anybody better than Billy. Mm. Billy knows this stuff. He deals with it daily. So it's going to be fun talking to him again. We did this the last time, and uh, uh, Elizabeth, as soon as I came off the air, I got a, I, my, my phone goes ding, and it's Elizabeth sending me a text, and she goes, you scared me. I'm freaked. I'm freaked out. <laughs> I am totally freaked. And I'm a science kid, okay? I okay. like science, well, but, but AI is spooky Everybody got to remember that, you know, anytime that you talk about technology, it's a double-edged Sword. Well, and transhumanism now. I mean, yeah. that's the bigger threat, actually, yeah. in my mind. I, I, they've been talking about it forever, but now it looks like they have finally broke through the last border <sighs> to be able to use uh, pig parts in human beings to, to do uh, you know they work did. on your heart and all that kind you of stuff. You know, the scientists have now created an embryo that's a monkey-human Yeah, embryo. I know. I'm sorry, I don't even want to speak about it. it Maybe that so would wrong. help me that I like bananas. <laughs> I'm 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 not a banana person, all right? So maybe I would like bananas if 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 they can do that with with me. I'm I'm not a big banana person. I don't know, it's just I don't like the taste of them. <laughs> you know? And and I think it's more of a texture thing. That, that mushy kind of i don't like yeah, that i don't like ripe bananas now give me give me <laughs> give me a real good ripe uh you know apple that's cold and it snaps when you bite you into it crisp i love that yeah. you know i can get in that or even a cucumber i, I love cucumbers <laughs> too uh, okay, as far as bananas. that goes it's the texture yeah it is the texture of those bananas just ugh. <laughs> don't like it at all. And no, I don't cut them up in slices and put them on my oatmeal or put them on my Cheerios. Don't no like either one of them. No banana split with ice cream? No, I'm oh, not a banana split guy. I love guy. ice cream. Chocolate ice cream and bana- sliced banana. I've oh, never, yeah, never been never been a person like that. All right. May the 4th be with you. We'll be back uh, for another hour here of the Dave Ellswick Show on 101.1 FM. The, uh, the answer will have your traffic, your weather, your news, everything you need. Get your day underway, plus uh, some inanity talk from me here on 101.1 FM.
Today, the Bible guy sitting across from me is Billy Miller. Good morning, Dave. Good. We've done this before. We have. Once Typically, twice. you know, with the with the other guys, I try to stay real close to getting into Scripture and things of that mm-hmm. nature. But today, we will do that to, in in a, in a little ways in the first story we want to talk about. But I want to talk about things that are going to affect your life, and as a Christian, how are you going to deal with it? There we go. That makes sense. Absolutely, it makes sense. I see. That's why I think science fiction is so important. <clears throat> a lot of people think science fiction is just BS. But look how I'm much has come true oh, of shit. science fiction Duh. over lots the of, years. Lots of science fiction eventually becomes science fact. Fiction. I am. Yes. I am. I watched the show two years ago, uh, Altered Carbon. Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you what: if you see it in a movie. They're thinking about it in real mm-hmm. life, where they talk about a sleeve. Where and you've heard about all this about the singularity and all of that, and they want to be able to put your consciousness into a computer form, make it binary. Basically, is sure. what it is ones and zeros. I don't know what that's going to mean for people who are non-binary, but I'm just telling you, it's it's going to be really good morning. (laughs) It's going to be very, it's going to be really, really interesting if they can do that. Would you be willing to live forever, so to speak? And 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 you're not going to get to live forever because Creator is going to come back, right? Right. All right, and end it all because it's going to have to be ended because whenever we do stuff like they're talking, it it goes off the rails. Right. I'm just saying it goes off the rails. So you'll be able to this sleeve is in a disc. Yeah. And you can have your disc put into any body. Not anybody, a, a body, okay, that you want it into. If you look, if you're a woman and you want to look like a, a runway model, you can get a body like mm-hmm. that. If you're a guy and you want to look like uh, a, a, a super athlete, you can get a body that way. And they just slide the disc in. And that's your brain, basically. Yep. Upload your consciousness. And they mm-hmm. upload your consciousness into this. And. You know, they've been talking about this forever. I mean, yes. look, what was it? Uh, Twilight Zone did a yes. thing on this. Yes. You remember the old man walked in when the old woman, they come walking into the, the shop and they're shopping for new they're bodies. They're shopping for the new mm-hmm. bodies, yeah. And they, they find out that they, they both can't have them. So she says, I want you to have it. And and he comes out and he's just, you know, looks like this Swedish muscle man, you know, he's got blonde hair, a real Aryan thing. I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, Antifa can do something with Nazis with that. <laughs> but anyway, they they have this whole thing, and then at the end, they come back, and uh, she gets there later, and he walks out, and he's back in his own body. 
because he they couldn't relate to each other mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. It's a great it's a great, it's a great moral story. story. Twilight Zone was great when they it was they give those great morals at the end. Yep. You know, it doesn't say to like serve fables. man, it's how to serve man. <laughs> like we, uh, fables and fairy tales. Yeah, like they would we like these fables. Hour. That's what they were. Yeah, yeah uh, we weren't allowed to watch a lot of TV growing up, um, but that happened to be one that we were uh, always allowed to watch. When now, the other so, one Twilight you Zone. should have been able to watch <clears throat> was uh, Outer Limits. Outer Limits. Oh, my gosh. That one Another used to scare one. me as well. I don't remember the Outer Limits. That was, um, a, that was a, you know, I mean, we, we can control show, your but... TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can make it soft. Yeah, we can bring it to crystal clarity, ooh, you know. Ooh, yeah. ooh, it's a little scary. I, I don't, I don't remember watching much of it though. So I love, I love, I love that. It was more I love those shows. They were good. Yeah, Twilight yeah. Sound, it was, sure. it was more out there. It was more scary, kind of, sure. kind of stuff. But you know, they deal with this, uh, this altered carbon back in the fifties. Mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. already thinking about it. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Um, so I spend a lot of time listening to. There's a classification of people out there called futurists. Yeah. And and their entire job um, as a futurist is to look forward and say, basically make guesses and predictions about the way and help drive um, technology in a certain direction. And the futurists talk about um, in, in the very, 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 very long future, they talk about the heat death of the universe, uh, which is when... All the stars eventually burn out, uh, and and they talk about the only way that it, it's possible. Funny that the Bible talks about that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they talk about the only way being possible for um, humans to live that long, to see that sort of thing, uh, would be to upload our consciousness and for mm-hmm. us to become digital. Uh, and they talk about the uh, matrioskis brain, I believe, is is the way that that particular word is pronounced. And that's literally we all become. Um, we all become super beings uh, with our minds uploaded, but we run into the same Star problem Trek. there. Uh, Star if, Trek yeah. deals with that a uh, lot. And, what and a day was, to be talking about that. Yeah. That's where I was going to head. You run into the the Star Trek conundrum, which is um, if I uh, allow myself to be completely dematerialized here and then rematerialized at the other end, even though my consciousness is there, is it me? Is that really me anymore? I mean, I disappeared at this end, and you reassembled me from bits of molecules at the other end, but it's not the same molecules that were here. So there's the, there's always been this conundrum of whether or not that is still me. What, would what my makes soul, me? What right, makes would me? my soul be there? Would the, the essential element of who I am be there anymore? And I don't. No, the good news is I don't think we'll ever have to worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think the good Lord will be here long I, I think before maybe we get there. He'll he'll stop it before it gets to that point. Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but he does a lot of TED talks, and he talks about singularity, mm-hmm. the merging of of man with machine, right? And it it it. I know we talk about this, and Elizabeth gets nervous. All right. And, it makes and, me really And nervous. it makes me nervous in, in a sense. They, I mean, they did a whole series of this, I think, on the Sci Channel. Not, mm-hmm. sci, not the Sci-Fi Channel, the Science Channel. Right, right. And about what was life going to be in just 40 years. Yeah, it and won't. It's, it's going, it it's, won't take that long. Everything is, you know, just going faster and faster, faster and faster. faster. Toffler was so right when he's t- future shock, shock 
40 years yeah, he ago. Was a, he was a futurist. Yep. Yeah, yep. for sure. Um, no, they, they already know we had the robots that have the artificial intelligence. It was in Europe, and they got loose from the lab where they were testing them. They literally got loose, yeah. and they... Yeah. They got escaped. out into the community. They did. When and, she said they got loose, they didn't let other. them loose. Right. No, they they, they figured out how to get out. Yes, with artificial intelligence. And then they also have the machines that they figured out how to talk to mm-hmm. each other and mm-hmm. come up with their own language. Oh, that was at MIT. And the humans yeah. couldn't stop it. That's scary. I'm sorry. Yeah, they that's had already to, happening um, now. They shut it down. They that's did. They had to shut now. it down because the, the computers, it, it was two artificial intelligences talking to one another. Yes. Um, they did not. Each intelligence did not know it was speaking to another AI, but it very quickly figured that out. And when it Mm -hmm. did, it stopped speaking in English. It started speaking in code to one another. And the researcher said the code felt hostile. Yeah, they therefore they shut it down. Out the, so the humans yeah, could they not still don't know. Out they still don't know what they said to yeah, one another. They so they shut it down. Uh, so just let me say that uh, you know what was it in, in Terminator Sky, whatever Skynet. Skynet mm-hmm. is being worked on. Yeah. Yeah. They are working on it. They're working on where you don't have to send a human being to find a war. It's it's <laughs> it's already here. Most people don't know you're interacting with one of the most powerful artificial intelligences on a day-to-day basis. And that's because all of Google back in these days mm-hmm. is an artificial intelligence. And Google yep. f- flat out states that we are not only um, using that artificial intelligence to help you find the things you want, but the things we think you want and need mm-hmm. so they they flat out state we are already using our artificial intelligence to drive you towards things that we think you need and Gee, there is they think right i need and that is the huge problem with art because I, I talk to people a lot about artificial intelligence in, in my opinion uh, a single super ai is more dangerous than every nuclear weapon on this planet period and here's the reason why we rattle our nukes just like you would a saber in yeah, in this in sure. the scabbard, but we don't use our nukes. That's On the true. other hand, you're already using artificial intelligence every day, and the way that they've sold it to you is they've only they've only they've only shown you the good side of the sword. Right. Thank you. That's exactly right. Right, and, and you know, it's one of those things. It's it's kind of like all of our technology, right? It's the fact that. An artificial intelligence that's had a couple of days worth of training can detect cancer with more accuracy than a cancer doctor who's been in the business for 20 years is amazing. That's an that's unbelievable But thing. it can also turn right around and look at you and what you're doing online and decide that you should not be allowed to be doing things, right? Um and with with Google having confessed that they're that they're driving up, you know, we've all had the experience of you're talking about a, a going to play golf and you open some website and you've got golf clubs as an ad all of a sudden. And we equate that to, well, obviously Google's listening to what I'm doing. What Google will tell you is, no, we've been subtly driving you towards golf this yeah. whole time. And it's finally developed to the point where you started thinking about it out loud and then suddenly you're seeing the ads we've been pushing towards you this whole time anyway. Um, so Google will state that that it's the opposite reaction, that we were already pushing you towards golf. And the reason you're thinking about golf today is because we've been pushing you in that direction. I think it's interesting that uh, Elizabeth said, they think that I need, and the first thing that jumped in my mind was Descartes, I think, therefore I am. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, it's, it's going back to basic philosophy And now. what he said, after a period of time, 
we think that we're driving you toward golf, so now you're thinking about golf. Right. I don't need somebody in my head trying to direct my thoughts right. into whatever direction they're well, wanted. So we've already got that with propaganda. Okay, I'm going to have you guys hold. Yes, sir. we got to take a break, and then when we come back, talk about that. I like to kind of get on the the web. I get on the wild west of the web, uh, web, and that's like Reddit. You know, I go to Reddit and uh, read the really crazy people out there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I found that's interesting now is I'm seeing it more and more. There'll be something posted and it says, "I am a bot." Yeah. yeah. It even tells yeah. you, "I am a bot." Yep. And you look at what it just said. And it sounds like just a normal, everyday person. They've got it that good. All right. It's, it's a pretty amazing stuff. Plus, we're going to talk about, about uh, what the Catholic Church out in San Francisco is telling Nancy Pelosi. So we'll, we'll get to that as well. I need to tell you about East End Towing. They're one of our newest additions to the Dave Ellswick Show. I want to thank them profusely. Uh, Patrick, thank you so much. For making your business a part of the Dave Ellswick Show so we can help you grow your business and continue to talk about the things that we're talking about this hour, which are, I think, important things for you to consider uh, because it's, it's, it's happening right now. Uh, East End Towing also wants to get out some road safety information to you, like what should you do if your car breaks down out on the highway? Well, First thing you should try to do is to get to a parking lot, you know, like a, a filling station or a Walmart or I'd say Kmart, but they don't really exist anymore or places like that and uh, pull over where you don't have a lot of vehicular traffic around you. If you blow out a tire and you got to stop or your car overheats and you got to stop, try to get on the right shoulder of the road. That is the slow lane supposedly and then uh, you know park on that side don't get on the fast lane which is over on the left side and uh, last but not least understand the hazards that are on the road i mean don't stop right before an exit that's not a good thing uh don't back up on the highway that's a terrible thing to do these are things that you should do and keep in mind that East End Towing sends people out to help you, and those tow, oper- tow operators have been killed before uh, because of the seriousness of, you know, cars going 85, 90 miles an hour past them, and trucks as well. So slow down, move over when you see a tow operator doing their job out on the highway. That's East End Towing. You need a tow, call them, 888 888- 8849, of course, that's 501 888 All right, we got Billy Miller here. All right, typically when Billy's on, it's with the Bible guys, plural. <laughs> But uh, Scott and Steve couldn't be here today, so he is the Bible guy. And we get to do this once in a while. It's kind of fun to, to, to have them one-on-one. Steve's fun to have on one, one-on-one. Oh, yeah. Now, what I really like about Billy and having him in here is he's, he can hit uh, you know the fastballs that I'm throwing about AI and uh, hits them out of the park because you deal with this on a daily basis. Correct. In my uh, When I've got my other cape on, I am a 
senior cybersecurity engineer. So I, I spend my life looking at these things. Matter of fact, I was in class Monday through Thursday of last week, and one of the uh, for uh, Amazon or for uh, Microsoft's Azure services, and we spent a significant amount of time talking about their artificial intelligence offerings. Uh, mm-hmm. We spent a lot of time, and it is um, it is to the point that uh, even a layperson with a little bit of knowledge can go out and create your own artificial intelligences. It's just that it's create a it's bot. plug and play. Yeah, it's plug and play stuff these days. So, um, you know, we we don't let we don't let junior down the road go build nuclear weapons, but we will hand the capabilities to build artificial intelligences to anybody these days. And it's scary. Um, you know, I, I'm seeing more and more news articles and reports from people that talk about the war with China, war between the U.S. and China seems inevitable. Um, it is fools writing those articles. And the reason I say that is because we've been at war with China for at least the yeah. last 20 years. Um, you know, and, and longer than that, um, it was the Clinton administration that was basically handing them um, technology, our, our PI. Um, and they've got everything now. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, we and in the people don't world, even realize we're still in that or right. we are in the situation we're in. In the business world, we protect we protect our intellectual property. Yes. Um, in the government, we well, hand we it away like cookies. Well, yeah, we so, try. Um, we try to protect at this point. under foreign aid. Right. So, uh, and, and part of the problem is now. Look, I, I know I know a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of uh, of guys and gals out there in the uh, public sector doing what I do, and they are some of the best individuals at what they do. But what you have to remember is that all these systems are being built by the lowest bidder. <laughs> all these systems, all these networks that are being put together, are being put together by the individual who bid. Uh, the least and the government would said we'll take that contract um so and the speed too by the time you learn what it's oh, yeah. doing today we're already you know in the future with the oh, technology yeah. so the 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 one of the largest breaches we've had recently was the solar uh winds breach and that had been going on for at least 14 months uh, before we discovered it and mm-hmm. we have no idea um the the amount of damage that was actually done there we just we when we go back and look we just can't tell um, it targeted and, primarily um, infrastructure type things. So how we run our nuclear plants, how we run our water plants. Water electric power. Grid. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those are. Every agency we've got. When you've got an enemy that's asking, how do you keep your water systems running? Um, it, it's a curious thing about why they want to know about that. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, how do you keep your power grid up? Uh, we would appreciate if you'd stop asking those questions. So yeah. and w- or uh, well, if they ask, say, well. That's for us to know and you to find out. Right. But right. it's too late now because they've been inside yeah, they for 40 know. years, 30 years or more. And they know after the solar winds and this most recent one as well. And I don't remember the name. Terraform. Of it. Thank Terraform you. Uh, hit in the last couple of days. I think they've got everything. So, I yeah. think they've got everything. There's nothing we could have kept secret at yeah. this point, I don't think. Do you, Billy? Uh, it worries me. So we have some skiffs and we have some completely separated one machines minute. that are. Yeah. One minute. We have mm-hmm. some machines that are completely separated out there. But we keep um, the most secret of most secret stuff there. But beyond that, um, no, I, I wouldn't claim that there's any system out there that's truly secure. Anymore. It's just like voting machines, folks. If it's connected right. to the Internet, it can be hacked and it is not secure. Right. Period. Okay. But when we come back. I want to talk about how they're selling this stuff to you because of out of convenience. Convenience. Make convenience. it easy. Put that GPS in your phone and just let it Hey, Alexa, go. what's the uh, weather going to be like today? Yeah. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. I have Alexa. I have three of them. I'll, I'll be one of the first guys, person to guys, say that. I've got I will it. not allow that in my home. Period. <laughs> Seriously. I do Look, not allow it. You allow this in your home. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't. And I just do held up my smart. I just held up my smartphone. Yeah, you can't get by without it now. Yep. See, that's that's the key. All right, we got more coming your way in just a moment. Bible guy here. We got Rush coming up, and then we'll come back and talk more about this. Make your blood run cold. All right, back with you. Don't forget about Dustin Turner, okay? There's not a whole lot of houses out on the market right now, which means prices are going up and money's easy to get, which leads to bidding rewards. I'm just telling you, you should be able to sell your home and get top dollar for it, and you can guarantee yourself that by getting a hold of Dustin Turner because what he does is that he has the marketing plan for you to get your home in front of the buyers that want your house. Uh, you know, mowing the grass, trimming the bushes, planting flowers, that appears to, appeals to a lot of people. Uh, they love the outdoors. Uh, Devin was one of those people who was ready to move outside of his subdivision and live where he could open his back door and see lots of green grass and watch the little animals play. Uh, before his dream could become a reality, though, uh, he needed to sell his cabin house. So he interviewed a few agents. But once he met Dustin, his search was over. Because with Dustin, he found out this dynamic marketing plan that he has. And uh, just in the first weekend, there were multiple offers over the list price. And Devin's Hold sold for $8,000 over what he had asked for it. Now, this can happen for you, too. You can get Dustin uh, to, to sell your home for you as well. Because this is a guy, the agent I tell you about. I should quit just calling him a guy. He's an agent. And uh, if I needed to sell my home right now, I would call him and say, Let, let's do this. What do I need to do to make it move fast? Uh, call Dustin Turner today, 501-952-2969. That's 501 952 2969 or go to home and then start packing what can i tell you what you can do start packing all right billy miller's here elizabeth Soltelaro over here uh we're talking about ai artificial intelligence and uh, it's affecting your life now more than you've than you know i mean seriously more than you know uh if you use uh you know, Alexa, that's artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, if you've got a smartphone, that's artificial intelligence GPS, in, in your hand. I mean, bottom line, I, it was funny. We were talking during the break, and uh, uh, Billy said, if people were paying attention, they would have seen and a big story was right in front of them, and they it, it didn't register for some reason. In Florida... During the COVID-19 pandemic, they were worried about what spring break, I guess it was. Yep. And they were supposed to have closed Miami Beach, and, and uh, Florida chose not to do that. They chose to allow spring break to go on. And then... So what did the government do? So <clears throat> this is... Um, it really didn't come to light until several weeks after spring break that we were having a 
significant bump in COVID cases, and they they tracked that back to uh, Miami Beach and spring break. Wait, listen to those words again. They tracked the information back. How? What information, and how did they get it? Well, initially, so they were talking to people. Just if you've if you've gotten COVID or you've come in contact with COVID, then you've talked to someone from the Arkansas Department of Health, and they ask you a whole bunch of questions about who you've had contact with, et cetera, et cetera. And as they traced this back, what they found was the source seemed to be uh, Miami Beach. And then they did something. That That's all. I'm okay with all that. That's talking to people and getting them to voluntarily give up their information. But once they tracked it back to Miami Beach, they went to the government computers and ran the AI bot that then produced uh, it, it went and scraped all the logs for all the phones that had been connected to the cell phone, uh, cell phone towers there on the beach. All the phones. And then began tracking where those phones went next. And and Heidi, are you listening to this? She's not. Okay, go ahead. What they were then able to do with that um, is just follow those phones as they went from tower to tower to tower and produce this grid where you've got a clump of people on Miami Beach and then it looks like a spider web. Uh, shooting out from Miami and going to all these different places. You know, there was a, a significant number of people who went up towards New York City and a significant number of people who came uh, towards the central U.S. and a significant uh, quantity of people. And then they showed one more level of that before someone went, hey, guys, we should probably shouldn't be tipping our hand like this. They showed it branching off from there. Um, so they showed two levels, from Miami Beach to wherever you went home to and then from where you went home to to where you went next yeah uh and it's like um so we didn't know we had a problem so you really probably shouldn't have been scraping our personal data and yet you had all of this somewhere um what is very well known and and almost never talked about is the fact that the nsa tracks all and keeps all data that passes across the internet in the united states everything everything all of that is law they had to build whole new server farms they had to build whole new data centers um they had to build entire power plants um to support the fact that uh, the nsa wanted to keep so much data um and and the data that they are keeping uh, please don't think that your government's not spying on you um that is a a naive assumption uh the government spies on everybody uh and, and time and you happen to be part of everybody so the the data is out there everything you've said everything you've done um Every place you've been, that's all online. And I hear a lot of people going, yeah, but it's it's convenient and it makes our life easier. And that's all well and fine as long as those who are uh, uh, who are ruling over you are good guys. <laughs> that changes the moment that they decide, um, you know, we don't like these fundamentalist Christians. They're the biggest problem in the world. And if and. If you hear me saying that and that shocks you, the government has already said that. The government has already said that conservative Christians are more dangerous. Listen to me. Conservative Christians are more dangerous than Al-Qaeda and all other Muslim terrorist organizations. Think about that. In the the government's eyes, I am more dangerous than Al-Qaeda. So, um, of course they're tracking me. Of course they're tracking what I'm doing. It's so funny you're talking about this. and. And for me, uh, it's interesting because, you know, I'm one of those people that believes that the Holy Spirit works uh, in, in things like this. And so we get we get this, this message, and it came from Wayne Beach. He's listening. He said, the danger from AI is twofold. According to Dr. Uh, Wallace from the Institute of Robotics and Machine Intelligence 
at the Pozna Polachechnik Institute in Poland. On the one hand, there is a risk machines could become smart enough to push humans towards acts of evil. Yeah, that's that's not um, that's not a risk. That's an almost guaranteed outcome. So originally, we talked, and you spoke to about uh, the singularity earlier. Yes, uh, the singularity is the event where uh, a computer or a computer system finally becomes as smart as a human being. Uh, originally, we talked about that being somewhere around twenty sixty. Um, it was only a handful of years that they updated that number to be twenty forty five. They thought we would get there by twenty forty five. The the most recent. Put that in the early 2030s. Okay, so I'm talking wow. about less than a decade. Yeah, this less is than 10 years. Folks. Right, that's less than 10 years. And here's the problem with that. And it's the going to be moment, faster than then, I believe. Right. Yeah. The moment a computer becomes as smart as a human being, it immediately becomes smarter than a human being, mm-hmm. right. and its very next iteration is smarter than all human beings. Um, the those who are truly pushing for a super AI, the way they describe it, and they use these words: "We are summoning our own." god that's right now for those of us who believe in a god this is a scary statement because uh the bible describes our god as a jealous god and he won't put up with someone else being described uh in the same way that he is described he won't put up with somebody going um i'm above god that that's uh-huh. going to end at some point uh, and i'm it is my personal opinion um when we start talking about we start talking about super ais and we start talking about how that's going to impact your life i, I see this really going the same direction that China has gone, which is that eventually um, they will decide what you can and can't do, what jobs you can and can't hold, where you can and can't go based on a social credit score. Um, and, and this already is there. Right. In, in China, we're already there. And the first steps for the U.S. is um, my wife and I are big cruisers. That's that's if we're going to take a week long vacation, what we like to do is go get on a cruise ship. So we've already been told without a shot. Without a vaccine, without proof of that vaccine, you will not get on this cruise ship. Um, Well, okay, but what happens when, uh, well, if you are a conservative Christian, you're not allowed to get on this cruise ship because we're going to countries, we're going to countries where your views aren't uh, allowed or, or, you know, you can't go across state borders or you can't. And I know you're sitting out there thinking that sounds crazy, but it's happening already in the world. How much much crazier is that, that a boy can be a girl? Right. Right. All right, I'm just saying. Or there's a there's a there's a move now that says, uh, hey, we should give all children the day they are born, we should give all children puberty blockers until they decide what gender they want to be. Good grief! Excuse me. Good. Uh, grief. Have we lost our minds? Yes. Um, I'm sorry. That's child this. abuse. It Let is. me just say it. it. That's child abuse. When you do that to but your the, children. But the thing is, he's right because You're right. Uh, you know it's it's scary. Right. I mean, and uh, here's the answer. Christians and people who believe in what we know is right, we better, by golly, start standing up. Yeah. Well, we better start speaking out. We better quit being afraid and quit thinking, oh, our neighbors won't like it, or or this might happen, or I might lose your job. I'm here to tell you, losing your job is a minor thing right. compared to what's getting right. ready to happen in this country if we don't stand up and fight against this movement. And I'm yeah. not just uh, talking about artificial intelligence. The, the problem is that for the last 40 years, um, Christianity in the United States has been... Uh, co-opted mm-hmm. by the left mm-hmm. and christianity by and large does not look like uh what god called it to be we most you christians and I are not christians need anymore. to do a podcast okay i'm just saying you and i need to do a podcast Good idea. About this. 
I think people just don't think about this a lot of times. All right, got to get our final break in. Let's do that. 14 minutes until uh, 8 o'clock. And if I do a podcast, I won't have to take a break. No, either. I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't have to worry about uh, the With that, St. Clarity uh, Residential Cleaning. Remember them, all right? You want to get your house cleaned. I mean, really cleaned. I'll be the first to admit it. When I clean the house, it, you know, I get, I, no, I'm not good at it. I get the, the I get the, the vacuum cleaner, you know, run over the, run over the, the, the carpet, what little carpet I got. And then I, uh, I do a little dusting. And the way I dust is I dust around things. I don't put things up and dust under things. I don't do a good job at all. And uh, many of you are like me. You know, it seems I understand it's a good thing to do, but it just seems like I hate it. <laughs> you know, I don't like doing it. So let somebody else do it. St. Clarity Residential uh, Cleaning can do that for you. Uh, a house up to about 2,500 square foot is going to run you about 300 bucks. But you listen to my show. That's a smart thing to do because I can save you $150 right now on that. You just call 404-6560. Talk to Chuck after 9 or talk to to um uh oh, 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 I'm, I'm stuck here uh yes i know it's an l it starts with an l <laughs> it looked like we were playing charades over here anyway bottom line just talk to whoever answers the phone they can help you out okay lynn can help you out or uh, or chuck and they can get you a certificate uh, for $150 and you can get a hold of uh, St. Clarity they will honor that certificate and you can clean your home for only a hundred and fifty. Well, you don't get to do it. They're going to do it for you for a hundred and fifty dollars. And what a great Mother's Day present that would be. All right, we'll come back. Finish this thing up about AI, which really has a lot of spirituality wrapped around it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, so just got another text. Okay. This is the part of this that gives me the willies, all right, to be honest. (laughs) Look at how many people have left the church over the last, over the last 30, 40 years. Uh, There's no one who can argue that the church, uh, as we knew it growing up, Mm -hmm. is not the same place. It's just not the same place. Here's what this says. Other people believe that rather than seeking to join a human religion, AI itself will become an object of worship. We talked about this a little bit. Anthony Lewandowski, the Silicon Valley engineer who triggered a major Uber Waymo lawsuit, has set up the first church of artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. called the Way of the Future. Yep. Yep. And it has a significant number of members already. Um, you can go online and find it and join uh, a, a heretical, demonic sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I, I said earlier that those who are pushing AI describe it as summoning our own God. Uh, but Elon Musk has said we are summoning a demon. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's, that's the exactly question, right. right? He knows. Um, so did Hawking's. Right. This um, is the manifestation of what we've talked about as far as politics goes, that they are substituting this amoral, godless mm-hmm. society for God and religion. This is exactly it, and now it's manifested itself. 
I, I feel the same way about artificial intelligence as I feel about communism. And that is that on paper, it looks great. <laughs> it's only when it encounters humans that it's a problem, right? I mean, if everybody could be trusted to do the right thing all the time, communism would be awesome. Except that no one can be trusted to do the right Except thing all the time. Except humans are not, right. you know, uh, we're sinners, and we, so we're going to always abuse the power and the privilege. I'll, I'll give you a little in, a pastoral insight here. Um, every pastor I know will have, at some point in their life, uh, uttered the, the words, pastoring would be easy if it wasn't for the people. Uh, <laughs> and that's the, that, is, that is the truth of life in general, right? Um, yes. Artificial intelligence would be awesome if we could trust it to do the right thing all the time. The problem is, who is deciding what is the right thing? Well, um, here's really bad news for those of us on the conservative side of things. The uh, security and um, AI world out there, by and large, is populated with people who do not believe the same way Correct. you do. Oh, if yeah, absolutely. Right. Correct. Uh, it, it is very they much They do not a, believe in God. They do not believe right. in religion. Um, the kind of religion that we believe well, in. The, the religion. <laughs> There might be there the might be Jedi, Jedi's and AI uh, worshippers, yeah. but uh, yeah, Dave, the only truth, the religion, the yeah. religion that we believe in. Yeah. That's right. Well, so, the Bible, it's the ultimate only truth. truth. All right. Uh, with that said, uh, I promised everybody that I would talk about that story about the Catholic Church in San Francisco sending right. kind of a shot across the bow of the Speaker of the House. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, Billy? So I actually wanted to read one paragraph from this, um, and it's short. It's just two or three sentences. It says, please, and this is from the archbishop. Um, it says, please stop the killing, and please stop pretending that advocating for or practicing a grave moral evil, one that snuffs out an innocent human life, one that denies a fundamental human right, is somehow compatible with the Catholic faith. It is, is not. not. Um you know, we pick on Catholicism a lot around here because I think the system as a whole uh, is flawed. Uh, what I will say is that I don't know of any uh, religious organization out there that isn't flawed in some way, form, or fashion. That's right. Um, but at least here, they have decided to stand and take a position, and I'm very pleased. Now, I, when I when I saw the title of the article, I was really excited, and then I actually read it. Um, and it says what they've decided to do. Uh, it says months after the rumblings by some Catholic leader that Biden's embrace of abortion flouts uh, Catholic doctrine, American bishops will vote in June on whether hi- uh, high profile pro-abortion Catholics such as the president and Nancy Pelosi should be denied communion. Um, why are we having to have a vote? That, that's my Thank question you. at this point. I mean, you've you've come out and said all of these things. Uh, Catholicism is against abortion. Catholicism will not stand for abortion. Catholicism will not uh, embrace those who support abortion. And yet, because these are people of power, you're like, well, we're going to vote. What does that have to do with it? We're going to vote on whether or not we should continue to let them. Because I don't want the backlash that right. probably That's will come. Exactly it's going it, to come anyway. All right? It's going to come anyway. It is about the politics that exist inside the, the Catholic Church. Uh, In any church. It's all about the politics. Well, you if, got you're, it. if you're small enough uh, and... and understand that i grew up in some tiny tiny churches my yeah. dad was a church planner and when you most of the time when you go plant a church what you've got is one or two families who have decided they want a church in their area and those are your your congregants until you can go mm-hmm. out and, and find, find some more folks. folks so, so a lot grow. of times yeah you know there's mom and dad me and my brother and maybe a family of three or four and that was it we were staring at each other so um if you get to really small churches a lot of times um, those politics are much less 
um, significant, but what you do end up with is two different families and they want different things. So even then you've got, you've got a different kind of strife in a, in a tiny church, right? So there, there's no such thing. As long as the human condition is what it is, there will always be dissension. None of us uh, have exactly the same set of beliefs. Um, you would be surprised, I suspect, if we sat down and talked about the things I believe versus the, th- the things other people believe, you'll find some things that would probably shock you. But one of the things that's changed over time, you know, to our detriment is that people are no longer willing to sit down and say, OK, you know, we want to grow this church. We have some differences in these two families, but we want to grow the church. So we will find common ground right. and we'll aim at that. No, we want to aim at the dissension. We want to talk about all the disagreements. Right. And that's people are no longer willing to try to work out, people even are, on a positive basis with people they agree with. Go go watch some of these demonstrations and stuff. People are not even willing to hear the words that Correct. come out of someone's mouth if they disagree with They will shout them down so that they cannot be heard. This is not the American way. No. The American way was... We will have a discussion. You will get to voice what you want. I will get to voice what, vote, uh, voice what I want. And then we'll vote whether or not it's a good idea or a bad idea. That is the American way. That's what our founding uh, uh, fathers wanted to happen. That's what our founding documents are all about. It's hey, the will of the people. And, and we can't find out what the will of the people is because a very tiny portion are so vocal that we cannot have a discussion and about what is right. It's all or wrong. about them producing violence, and violence to get their way. All right. So keep your ears open. I'll let you know. But uh, hey, I think a podcast just started. Just got a birth. Huh? All right. I'm game. Where where faith and science intersects. So we'll talk about that in the near future. Uh, Billy and uh, and then we'll have special guests that will join us along the way as well. Uh, time for me to get out of here. Tomorrow we'll start at 6 a.m. Ken Yang will be in studio with me tomorrow. Also, uh, Doyle Webb just announced, just came across. He's running for uh, the, uh, uh, not Secretary of State, but uh, for Lieutenant Governor. Lieutenant Governor. So he'll be running for that. So we'll talk to him about that tomorrow at 635. And then we've got Congressman Hill and Congressman Westerman, and we'll talk redistricting with them. It all happened tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Billy, thanks for coming in. Always, always uh, incredible talk. And Elizabeth, thank you as well. More tomorrow, 6 a.m.